Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Combine Talk. Don't let K9 walk. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. It's Combine Week, which means we're here for every bit of it. Packers fans, make sure you're tuned in. We're also going to talk about Matt LaFleur and Keyshawn Nixon. How much would you offer to bring back K-9, the kick returner? Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. Thank you for tuning in. We have a tremendous show. We're going to continue with our draft talk. NFL Combine coming up. We're going to run through some players and some positions that Packers fans should keep their eyes on. And we're also going to be touching on the highly anticipated kick returner Keyshawn Nixon what do we think about him I'm joined by my co-host KJ KJ welcome to the show how you doing I'm doing great Packers fans it's combine week uh I can't wait to see these scores come in because it's going to tell us a lot about the you know who are the real deals in terms of the draft prospects right like obviously tape is a lot tape means a lot tape is a huge thing we're not going to discount that but any 40 times you've kind of seen floating out there up to this point have all been you could say unofficial they've all been maybe uh, altered a bit they're 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 not as official as they're going to be from the combine there's going to be some studs that really rise in the draft prospect there's going to be some guys who might slip a bit because they test badly there's going to be quarterbacks that aren't going to throw i believe bryce young said he's not going to throw uh i think you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with florida's quarterback because even though i've got someone inside the florida community who's got season tickets to the gators his entire life he's watched plenty of ar-15 uh anthony richardson and he says he's not the guy you know and i've heard a lot of florida people say that he is not not the guy who's got high bust alert, but he's expected to have one of the most incredible combine testing performances of all time. So, like, expect his name to rise in draft uh, pre-draft talk. Like, all it takes is one team to fall in love with these guys, and it's just going to create storylines abundant. Um, you know, the Packers have pick 15. They've got some decently high picks this year. The Miami Dolphins, or some team, I believe, forfeited their pick. I think that might have been the Dolphins. But uh, there's only 31 picks in the first round, so it means the Packers' second-round pick is a pick higher this year. So, So it's like there's plenty of reasons to keep your eyes on these combine names, the guys who are going to rise, the guys who are going to slip. Maybe that that opens up an opportunity for a player that uh, didn't think, you know, we didn't think they were going to make it to the Packers. Maybe they all of a sudden will make it to the Packers and vice versa. We all know that Goot loves his athletes. You could see Christian Watson's combine tape on Ike Packers. You could see other combine tape on Ike Packers like Jordan Love uh, tested very well, just like Christian Watson. Uh, Goot loves his athletes, so I imagine Goot's going to be zeroed in on the combine. The one thing maybe we could start off with, Alex, is that Matt LaFleur and his staff will not be at the combine. And to me, this says a few things. Yeah, so so Goot and his squad is going to be there. But this says a few things in Packers fans. You're going to have to let us know what you think. Matt LaFleur and his staff are staying back home to work on schemes. And, like, that's not a bad thing but you any other time my man any other time time. (laughs) i agree like there's so much time to be doing that 
And it's almost like, does this mean that the Packers are kind of moving Kids. forward with Jordan Love? Because Aaron Rodgers is uh, emerged from the darkness since we talked to you last, Packers fans. But does the pack, the fact that LaFleur is going triple down on scheme means that he knows he's going to be moving forward yeah. with Jordan Love? That's a good question. Maybe it's the only reason LaFleur still Here's has his thoughts. job. But, but long story short, it's great to be here. we got a ton to chew on. Alex, go for it. My thoughts, Packers fans. Matt LaFleur needs to get his rear end to the combine ASAP. I don't care what he does this week. His scheme isn't going to be as good as the other guys. So we got to get the right talent in this roster. I'm high on, you know, his ability to be a good coach. But I just don't think one week is going to make him better than the top tier coaches in the NFL. And maybe that's being harsh, but he needs to get to the to the combine and evaluate the talent to put around a quarterback that he wants to have around the rest of the guys there's holes on this roster and as a head coach you should definitely be a part of picking those players so true man and and i'm just kind of you know mind blown that's another thing with matt lafleur is like dude it's probably not that he's working on scheme cage it's probably that he wants to chill and do something family related which is all good packers fans but not on the week of the nfl combine um i can't believe it but it's a anyway. mismanagement of priorities. You know, it's like, let's say you got a huge exam coming up, but you're spending all your time looking at pre-draft highlights. We've all been there. We've all, <laughs> you know, sometimes you regret it. Maybe you're watching Netflix. Who knows? You know, you got a huge test. You got a huge project that's due or something. And you're procrastinating. You're doing what you shouldn't be doing. Obviously, nobody's perfect, right, Packers fans? We're not demanding perfection Half of the battle in life is showing up, right? Half the battle in life is showing up. When you say it like that, there's really no excuse for the floor not to be there. And, like, I know that he's not going to be making the picks. Like, Goot's going to be making the picks. But if you're coaching the team, you should have your eyeballs on these guys. Like, imagine if they never saw Christian Watson last year. Would the Packers have, have decided to trade up and draft him? That's a very, very, very good question i don't know if things would have worked oh, out the man. same way it's it's alarming like you said it's just kind of like one of these it's many, a power grab maybe one of these many indictments on matt lafleur it's just like bro where are your priorities like you said the same thing alex like look we're cool working on the scheme you know that's cool but now it's like that scene in wolf of wall street when the guy is cleaning the fish tank right when steve madden stock is gonna ipo and jordan <laughs> belfort's like what is that guy doing and then Donnie goes and walks up. He's like, hey, hey, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just clean. I had a minute. He's like, you had a minute. <laughs> you had a minute. Today, on IPO day. And he just, <laughs> not, he like shoves the guy back in his chair. He gets up on the desk. He eats the fish. And he's like, you're fired. Get out of here. It's just about like time and place, right? Time and place for scheme. Combine week, I don't know if it's the right time. I would actually say it's not the right time. Now's the time to get your eyeballs on the talent when all these guys are going to be in yep. the same vicinity. Let, me, let me talk them. about some of the talent, KJ. Go for uh, it. Yep, there's 100 college football programs represented, including 12 schools with at least seven players. Alabama, the top school, has 13 players. Georgia, number two, has 12. Florida, LSU, Michigan, TCU have nine. Clemson has eight. Maryland, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Penn State, and Tennessee have seven. And the SEC leads all conferences with 83 players going to the combine, followed by the Big Ten with 63, their second overall. So there is a lot of talent in one spot. This is like, you know, an ultimate event for musicians. 
and you were in, you know, say the music industry like Matt LaFleur is in the sports industry and you're not showing up to the gig to meet all the guys. I, I, I honestly can't believe it, Cage. Like that is it's, it's disappointing, man. Um, I buy him a ticket and say you're going. Yeah, it's I'm like Murphy. LaFleur. It, it, this is almost like, you know, where, where you just got to get to the place you got to get to. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of examples in, in the world right now <laughs> of people, like, not going to the place they should be going. And Matt LaFleur needs to get his butt to the combine. And I'm interested, Packers fans, if you disagree on this, that's cool. Because under the Ike Packers umbrella, this community, any take is welcome. I want to hear your take about maybe if you disagree, if you see it a different way. Like, why is it a good thing if Matt LaFleur is not at the combine? I'd be interested in hearing some takes, you know, like I'm not, I'm not too proud to say I can't like even he- listen to the other side. I would love to hear some, someone's take on why he, they think that Matt LaFleur shouldn't be at the combine of the players that he may or may not be coaching next year. Cause I can't really think of one, you know, it's just priorities. It's putting yourself like showing up. Like you said, Alex, putting Sales yourself conference. in the best position to succeed, whatever the conference or the festival or the place is, Man, it's just another thing on Matt LaFleur. And you know what else is there's a lot of coaches around the league tweaking their staffs. You know, they're not like blowing up their staffs, but they're changing defensive coordinators. They're changing offensive coordinators. You see guys like, uh, you know, Eric Bieniemy just go to the Washington Commanders. And that was interesting. That, like, okay, that sucks to see because he's like a high-level offensive mind. Obviously, he's fine. learned it under Andy Reid, you know, but we'll see what happens in Washington. I think they really need to get a quarterback. We'll see what happens over there. I'm not saying it's going to be a surefire success story, but but then you see, like, Sean Payton and, and some of these guys bringing in stalwart defensive coordinators. I think uh, Brian Flores just went to the Vikings, you know, so, like, the Vikings, their defense was okay, but they're like, hey, we want to actually compete for rings, so let's do what we can to make our staff even better. Like, we're not going to clean house, but we're going to try and bring in a better defensive coordinator. Well, the Packers haven't made a single move, and that's Matt LaFleur. And it's just like, is he too nice? It's the question as old as his tenure, Packers fans. Is Matt LaFleur too nice? You're going to have to let us know. I think he's too nice. I hope it doesn't come back to bite us. You know, maybe... It's interesting because we've talked to athletes before who've gone to the combine and they say, like, right when you get off the plane, it's a test. You know, like you're, you're in the car going to the hotel. It's a test. You know how you treat the driver. How do you how you're quiet? Are you talkative? All that's all that sort of stuff. Like the interviews, you know, they're asking you all sorts of weird questions like like uh, how you know, dogs, out. How dogs or go cats back to the hotel. Yeah. All sorts of, all sorts of like <laughs> you make your real, bed <laughs> literal questions, uh, you know, metaphorical questions. <laughs> Everything's a test, and maybe LaFleur just didn't want to have to put himself through that and interview the people uh, and some of these tougher questions. Like, it's it's interesting. Um, it's, it's I don't very care what he thinks he can draw up. He can't. And, uh, and Packers fans, maybe I'm being harsh there, but he needs to get his butt to the combine ASAP. Get this, this man a ticket to the combine. Put yeah, him on the charter. Especially if we're thinking about moving Rodgers, right? That's a crazy, crazy to me, Packers fans. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about the wide receivers cage that are going to be at the Combine. Uh, Rasheed Rice, who was on the last Ike Packers podcast, very fascinating player. He's going to be there from SMU. Go listen to that interview if you missed it. Last week's episode. High, high potential. That's last week's episode. But then some training other guys with like Romeo Jordan. Dobbs, too. Yeah, training, training with, with Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. 
Jordan Addison from USC, Ronnie Bell, Michigan, Jake Bobo from UCLA, Kayshawn Boot from LSU, Jalen Brooks from South Carolina, Jason Brownlee, Southern Miss, Jacob Copeland from Maryland, Jalen Cropper from Fresno State, Darius Davis from TCU, Nathaniel Dell from Houston, Dante Demas Jr. from Maryland, Demario Douglas from Liberty, Josh Downs from North Carolina, Grant DuBose from Charlotte, Zay Flowers from Boston College. That's on the Bryce, keep an eye on. Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia, West Virginia, Antoine Green from North Carolina, Jadon Hasselwood from Arkansas, Malik Heath from Ole Miss, Elijah Higgins from Stanford, Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, Andrew. Another one. Losevius from Princeton, and then we have a you know a, a whole bo- more of wide receivers. I'm not going to read them all off, but Quentin Johnson, TCU, he's going to be there. You Is have he going? okay, he's going. You have Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. He's going to be interesting. Jaden Reed from Michigan State. That should be interesting. Parker Washington from Penn State. And uh, okay, Michael Wilson okay. from Stanford. Unless there's any other any big names. Any names on yeah. there that you just you, you want Packers fans to know about? Yes, I think the key name for me, uh, Zay from, from Boston College. This guy had so many NIL offers because uh, he balled. Long story short is he balled to go to different programs, but he stayed at Boston College due to loyalty. So not a lot of people have uh, you know heard of this guy because he played at a uh, school and program that same place A.J. Dillon went to. But they don't exactly light the world on fire. Obviously, Matt Ryan went there. They always produce great pros, you know, like uh, Matt Ryan, A.J. Dillon, Luke Keekley. Like Boston College produces some solid pros. So he's one to keep an eye on. If he tests really well, I expect him to shoot up draft boards. Jalen Hyatt, I'm not sure if he's going to run. You know, I don't expect Quentin Johnson and Smith Najigba and Jalen Hyatt to run. But but I'll be interested to see their verticals if they do stuff like that. Uh, but the one for me is Keyshawn Booty. I don't know if it's Booty or Boot from uh, LSU. I'd have to double check that. Maybe you can let us know, Packers fans. This guy is essentially so talented that... You know, he was on all sorts of draft radars entering his junior season. And I don't know exactly. I'd have to double check his stats. I don't know how he did. But long story short, is he announced he was going to come back for his senior year because LSU could make some fat NIL racks. But LSU is kind of LSU is kind of like. Hey, we'd like you to go pro. Like, like, why don't you just go pro? And what that means, Packers fans, is character issues, character flags, character circle it on the sheet, on the report. And I'm not saying that you can't ball in the NFL if you have that on your scouting report. And example one is Randy Moss. Example two is Des Bryant. Both of these guys were superstar studs, but they may have had some issues in the scouting report around character, and they both went on to ball. Obviously, Packers fans have a a little bit of a history with Des Bryant, and was it a catch? Was it not a catch? Did he drop it? You know, the world will never know. Um, but Des Bryant had some incredible years in the NFL. I know he personally won me a few fantasy titles because uh, I was drafting Des Bryant in the contract year. That was a little bit of a secret of mine. I would always t- take these guys in their contract years because I knew they would ball. If they got a new deal, I would kind of avoid them. But Keyshawn Booty, apparently he's got so much ability. He's got some character flags. Uh, if he tests amazing, you know, this guy, I don't know if he's going to go in round one. I think he's going to be maybe one of these round two, round three guys. So it's like if the Packers want to add like a round one talent in, in, a, in a better draft position, maybe in round two or round three, he's a guy to keep an eye on. We'll see. 
Uh, we have some rising young receivers, but I don't think we're too good at the receiver position where we can't consider a new guy. Um, Alex, any other? Th- obviously, Jalen Hyatt, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, like agility numbers, vertical numbers. I'm interested to see how they test. I think they're going to d- defer to their pro days for a lot of these guys, like same with Quentin Johnson, because they don't want to hurt their draft stock. But yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how guys like AR tw- uh, 15 tests, like Anthony Richardson from Florida, I think some of the, the QBs, yeah. but but the receivers as well. I think the Packers should look at getting a top-tier receiver. And I think those names, Packers fans, we've been hearing for a while, right? Is it, is it going to be the guy from TCU that the Packers maybe try and trade up and snag, looking for another outside receiver? Are they going to go more second round, you know, get like a more overall talent? But one name that's interesting, KJ, is the five foot eight DeMario Douglas from Liberty, one of the shiftiest players in college. He might be just someone to snag lower in the draft, Packers fans, and just get another speedster because the Packers are going to need, you know, I think a lot of receivers. I think they, they need to get these offensive weapons because, hey, year two could be injuries, right? You saw what happened when Christian Watson was down. The offense was really struggling. You saw what yeah. happened to Romeo Dubs when he got injured. He couldn't really keep a whole season. And I think expecting year two, both of those guys to be healthy the entire time. It's another a, guy. Not a safe bet, but Cage, what are your thoughts well, on that? And, and uh, yeah, who's well, another guy? Just, just another guy I forgot to mention, Rashi Rice, the guy who we had on last week's episode. Go check that I out want if you haven't. He led all Division One receivers in yards per game. He had like 113 highlights yards are insane, per game. Packers insane fans. highlights. The only reason this guy's knocked is because of his uh, you know, school, SMU. But SMU not the worst school right like Christian Watson went to NDSU like other players have gone to D2 schools and excelled like you know Randy Moss went to Marshall so let's not knock a guy on on their school but if he tests well if Rashi Rice goes out there and performs great he said he was kind of you know working towards running a great 40 I mean keep an eye on him because he's got the production he's got the contested catch ability if he goes out there and proves he's a burner Keep an eye on him. You know, he's, he's supposed not to be a necessarily pick. a burner. He's more of a deep play threat, though, because yeah. every single highlight you're watching from this guy, jump ball deep, sling for Mordecai, going deep for him, Cage, and he would bring him down. He's extremely acrobatic. It reminded me a lot of Devontae Adams, a player that can be a possession receiver and kind of have that coordination. I think that's kind of where Dubs and Watson lack. Like, Dubs is just a well-rounded receiver. I think maybe a little small still. We need someone else. We need someone to to supplement the reinforcements. Watson's Um, a super athlete, but necessarily doesn't have, like, maybe the savviest receiver skills. And I think that's where you try to look for a player who's, like, you know, textbook with his footwork, textbook with his hands, you know, like kind of just a safer all-around receiver. Rasheed Rice could easily be that guy. Should be interesting to see what Smith and Jigba does as well from Ohio State. He's kind of like this – He's got star potential. No, yeah, you know he he balled in the in the in the final game in his uh, sophomore year, I believe, and then he he kind of like knew he was destined for the NFL, so he didn't really have a great uh, season this past year. But a lot of people are looking past that and saying, "Hey, you know, I like this guy. We'll see how he tests. We'll see how he plays." Um, but but speaking final of question. receivers, you know, uh, 
final question as well but like Packers I just want to I just want to note Packers fans that Jair Alexander and also Preston Smith they did some restructures on their deal to give the Packers more cap space so the Packers have more cap space now uh, to, to, to just basically you know if they extend some of these guys maybe they offer a strong Gary extension stuff like that like maybe then they could go and play the free agent market a little bit you know we're not going to be certainly throwing out like a like a 28 million dollar deal by any means of like or anything like that but it's like if these guys can restructure why can't Aaron Rodgers why can't David Bakhtiari that's a question I have I would be like look David Bakhtiari man you got to restructure you're, you're, you haven't really lived up to your contract since you've gotten this highest-paid left tackle contract. Uh, I think he's a guy, he's like my first call. I'd be like, look, man, we'd like to get something done. You saw Aaron Jones give money back off of an amazing year. Like, that's incredible. I'd like not to everybody's see, Aaron Jones. <laughs> not everybody's Aaron Jones, unfortunately. But speaking of these receivers at the combine, I just want to touch on a few of the DBs. You need good corners, as the Packers have, have known, with Jerry Alexander, guys like Eric Stokes, Razul Douglas. You need good defensive backs to circumvent these great receivers right and a guy to keep an eye on in terms of athleticism is i think his name is keely ringo from georgia he's like 6 220 runs like a 4-3 this guy's like a stud athlete we'll see how he tests he's a guy to keep an eye on i know oregon's cornerback i think his name might be like gonzalez i'm blanking on it right now he's a guy to keep an eye on in terms of a superstar athlete but it's like if you can't get the stud wide receivers you might as well get the stud corners uh, and defensive backs the fast (laughs) ones the tall ones Packers fans, remember Sam Shields, right? Undrafted but super fast. It plays at the CV position. It, it plays. plays. But but last question. Speaking of a defensive back, Keyshawn K9 Nixon. Bring Pack, him Packers back. Bring, bring him back. Him back. Packers got to re-sign him. Alex, what kind of contract would you offer him? I know we put the tweet out. Uh, did, did any Packers fans happen to write anything, um, you know, interesting? I don't know if you have Ike Packers in front of you or not. Let me let me pull this up uh, in terms of yeah, you bring back Keyshawn Nixon one. Yeah, well, what kind of what kind of a contract would you offer him? You know, because because Devin Hester back in the day got a really good deal, and, and Keyshawn Nixon isn't isn't Devin Hester, or, or maybe not yet, right? Like he doesn't have the body of work Devin Hester got back in the day to be paid what he got. But it's like this guy's a dynamic game changer. The Packers special teams went from being like one of the worst units in the NFL to giving the Packers solid field position that we just couldn't convert to save our lives. Um, you know, but Keyshawn Nixon's part of like a winning team. So good special so teams are part of a winning team. Anyone write anything interesting out? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people are um, saying, you know, bring him back. But let me see if I can find any dollar amounts. This one, Leo Lore two 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 said three years, fifteen million, and I was thinking one year six or two years year. twelve, right? And uh, a lot of people say, um, you know, two years, bigger signing bonus, less per year, three years, eight million. I think that'd be a little low. It's insulting. Uh, yeah, two years, six million. I think that'd be pretty low as well. I think you're gonna see him get uh, this guy. Okay, says five years, fifteen million, eight million guaranteed. KJ, is I like that, that something he would consider? I mean, even that seems insulting. But like, here's what I would do. What did we give Razul Douglas last year, right? Like, this is a little bit of a similar spot, you know, a cornerback. Razul's uh, playing the CB position. Keyshawn was out there, but his values primarily as a kick returner. Maybe he's going to show that he's an all-world defensive back this year because of his ability to read lanes, all that stuff, anticipate, you know, certain things translate. 
what if you gave him something like, you know, Razul got the three years 27. What if you gave Keyshawn like three years 15, three years 18? You know, like five or six a year. I think that's realistically where he's going to fall, five or six I, a year. I, I would not be opposed to that. Packers fans, you're going to have to let us know what you think about his deal. Go write in your take on Ike Packers. We just put a tweet out so you can kind of write your take in. You can see what other people have written. I think there should be some incentives in there for sure, but ultimately we just need to bring Keyshawn back and keep him happy. He's part of the winning football squad. Uh, Alex, any final thoughts? Don't let him walk out the door, Packers. You know, do not let that guy walk out the door. Too much talent. Change the special teams. Turn it into a weapon. No matter which quarterback the Packers have, need K-9 back there returning kicks and punts. I want to say thank you, KG, for joining the podcast. Packers fans, thank you. If you want to help the show, we are on Patreon. Please go to the link in our bio on Twitter. Hit that link, and you can learn some sweet details on how to build your own super brand and podcast from being a patron. We also appreciate everyone listening internationally. We're in over 100 countries, so please text this show to a friend. That's the number one way you can help us grow and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We're going to be here for the draft. We're going to be here for the draft coverage, the post-combine, and every step of the way over the summer, all that juicy off-season talk. It's going to be exciting. Always and forever, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack Go.
Oh yeah, oh yeah 